break, clip to cut the dang man. Get me get a minute, cause it's space man. You been in my head, playing games, man. Give me way to control it. Got me feeling like I can't breathe. I can't even hang with the homie. No reason not to trust me. I'm your lady, not a slave. You my nigga, I'm a messer, I'll escape. Thinking who can I run to? Got me looking for a new dude. With a chill vibe or a nice time. Who can lay back, who don't pick fights, who ain't insecure. Yeah. Why you gotta be so insecure? Welcome to the third episode of the Hugh Knows Best Pod. Why you gotta be so insecure? You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, so I appreciate y'all. On this pod, I'm gonna give you the truth, and nothing but the truth, well, as best as I can, so help me God. Uh, so you know what it is. We're here to give you the hacks to improve your life, whether it be business, investing, personal, or health. I want the best for y'all. Uh, also, side note, shout out to my little twin who turned one on Thursday. Love you, son. Uh, so, going to tap into talking about <laughs> um, a topic that's kind of uh, been, I guess, inspired by the recent happenings with Kiki Palmer and her baby daddy. Uh, you know, I think we all deal with insecurity in life. Uh, whatever it may be, whether it be your work, uh, your athletic performance, uh, friendships, uh, and relationships just in general, uh, especially romantic. And so with that, um, I sent out a poll this week and, uh, thank you for those that, um, participated and gave me their answers on some of these questions. So we're going to, we're going to top it, you know, tap into that. Uh, discuss what went on there. Um, I got this on live on uh, YouTube live as well as Instagram live. So uh, as you guys have questions, pop them in the chat. Uh, I'm, I'm down to kind of, you know, answer any questions that you may have and then go from there. Uh, so first things first, uh, I asked the question, uh, would you feel a way about a person you're dating or in a relationship staying with a friend of the opposite sex that you've never met. Um, and the majority of you say yes. Uh, <laughs> to be honest, that's like very disappointing. Um, not only because um, I have very close friends that are of the opposite sex, but I think it's very rooted in insecurities around partnership and the people that you may or may not be dating or have dated in the past. Um, and I, I think from, from my perspective is like, I have a lot of friends. I've lived in a lot of places. I went to school in DC, lived in DC and went to Howard, lived in San Diego, I lived in Oakland, I've lived in Atlanta, and now I live in Chicago. And to be honest, I have a lot of women friends. Now at a, at a point in my life, I had more women friends than male friends, and we gonna get into that topic later. But um, I have a lot of real genuine friends that are women that you know show up for me and show out. Um, and to be honest, I don't see them all the time um, unless I'm in their city. Um, and so I, I think the question is really like, do you um, think you're going to meet every friend that someone has um, over the like before before they ever go to that friend's house? Like especially someone that travels a lot like me, um, I just don't think it's realistic to think that, hey, it's not respectful, it's not okay to stay at a friend's house of the opposite sex. Especially like, 
if I'm if I'm not laying in your bed, what does it matter? Like, um, like I have most of my friends have multiple rooms. I'm, I know my best friend, uh, Brisa in San Diego. Um, I stay in her son's room most of the time. Like, or if I'm not sleeping on the couch. Uh, so it, it, to me, that's that's a very like that. To me, that that just doesn't sound right. And I know for me, I'm not going to trip. Like, now I think there are things that you can do to, you know, keep people, or keep your partner, or make them feel more secure in that relationship or that situation. Um, but it's like if you don't trust your partner and feel some type of way about it, that might be a that might be a bigger issue with either yourself or the relationship if you can't feel like you can trust them to go stay at a friend's house uh, that they're saying is a friend. Um, and I know for me, I personally not paying to stay in a hotel. Like, I have friends in many, uh, most of the major cities in the U.S. I'm not paying to stay in a hotel, especially when I'm in a relationship, just because, like, I don't have no reason to bring anyone back to my room, so I don't really need privacy like that. So why would I pay for a room when I have a very close friend that is allowing me to crash on that couch or crash in their ex crash in their extra room? Like that just doesn't make any sense to me that you would need to like make me incur an additional cost or make your partner incur additional costs because you don't know this person personally um, or you haven't met them. Um, now, to be fair, as a partner. Uh, I think it behooves you to FaceTime and let them and let your partner know beforehand. Um, so like, I wouldn't just be like, Oh, I forgot to tell you that I'm going to stay at, uh, Keisha's house or, uh, Brittany's house, uh, this week. Uh, that that's crazy that you're, you're asking for trouble in that, at that point you're doing too much. Uh, you're being disrespectful. Like you're not even taking into account that how your partner may feel about that so i would be like hey i'm gonna get on facetime with you let y'all meet on facetime whatever um so you have an understanding who this person is and i and you have to make sure that the communication stays consistent now i've had that issue before like when i'm with my friends and i'm doing stuff i'm not really on my phone like that so you have to that's a concerted effort you have to make to um you know make sure that you're having conversations uh so your partner knows where you are what you're doing uh, now you know that, that may not make them feel 100% secure, but that's doing something uh, to kind of, I guess, ease some of their concern. Uh, and now I did ask this question uh, for the LGBTQIA plus community uh, because I didn't want this to be exclusive or I wanted to be inclusive in this, in this conversation. And I think um, for most of them, uh, they said it's a no-go <laughs> either. Like, uh, for whatever, whether, whether the person's same sex, not binary, whatever that may be, um, it was a no. It was a hard, fast no. Um, even more so than the uh, hetero community. Uh, so um, I think just in general, people don't find it, like me personally, I'm not gonna trip. Like if I trust you, if I, if I see you as a partner that I can respect and I, I can trust, if you tell me this is your friend, it's your friend. At the end of the day, I can't control you. I can't make you do anything. And so I think that's uh, something people have to kind of take into account. Um, now, having too many friends of the opposite sex. 
um, art and you know I think this is this one is a tough question um, that some of you might actually be um, some of you might be surprised by my answer I think it is an issue if you have more friends of the opposite sex than of the same sex and here's why I've heard the arguments on both sides about you know who you grew up around and you know what who, like what you're comfortable with what the, the type of things you're into at the end of the day there are women that are in the sports there are women that grew up around women a bunch of men I just think after a certain age it becomes like a BS excuse for why you don't have more women friends or more men or more men friends on the opposite end of that spectrum um, so like as a as a man and this is something that I've come into in the last few years of my life because I've dated women that don't have a lot of women friends and then I've seen what the result of that is when it comes to my relationship with my partner uh, it becomes like a, a lot of insecurity around the amount of women friends I do have uh, it, sh it shows up in how they interact with other women when I'm around or you hear things like oh I don't I can't keep friends or women friends and to me that's a huge red flag because if women aren't drawing to you don't want to be around you I think that says something about your spirit as a woman um, and I'm, I could be wrong that's just my opinion but I think there's something off if a man or a woman can't make friends with the same gender who have probably more shared experiences more similar experiences than the opposite gender so to me that that's a that's a huge red flag when I when I see that when I see women that don't have women friends I'm like okay and you got a bunch of buddies that are you have a bunch of male friends I'm not worried about you smashing them I'm just worried about where's your sisterhood who's gonna be there for you when something is going on that I can't necessarily help with and a, a man can't help with we just don't know uh, and I don't selfishly I don't want to have to bear that burden of being everything for you and having all the answers when I'm not going to have them. And then, at, from a male perspective, I'm gonna be real, guys. I'm, I'm, you're probably smashing your male friends. I mean, your female friends. If you got a bunch of girls that are your friends, and you don't got a bunch of homeboys, you don't kick it with your friends. Because at the end of the day, when I was younger, when I was in college, I definitely had a lot of female friends versus male friends because I grew up around a bunch of women. Most of most of the people in my family are women. I grew up with my mom, I grew up around my aunts and my cousins that were women. So naturally I dealt better with women because that's just generally who I was around a lot. But as I got older, I, my male <laughs> circle grew much larger than my female circle. And so to me as a man, if you're in your 30s, hell, if you're in your late 20s and you got a bunch of women friends, if you say they all your friends, I'm gonna call Cap. I'm sorry. Um, now, if you're, like I said, if you're in the LGBTQIA plus community, that, that's a whole nother thing. I, that's not my lived experience. I can't really speak to that. But from a heterosexual perspective, that, that, that just sounds fishy to me. Um, and so, you know, I'm not sorry, not sorry if I'm putting y'all on blast because I've had these conversations with my women friends over time. That, that just doesn't make sense to me as a man. Um, and honestly, if you're not able to make friends with any group but the same gender as yourself 
you might want to seek therapy because there might be some childhood trauma or something that's going on with you. Just, you know, like, I'm a big advocate for therapy and mental health coaching, so take it how you want to, but that's that's my perspective if you just got a bunch of friends uh, of the opposite sex. Now, uh, let's, let's see what we're talking about in the chat. Uh, I've seen you, Jackie. Is it's not insecure, it's a respect-based thing. We trust our partner, we don't trust these friends. Hey, look, if you don't trust the friends, that at the end of the day that becomes personal. Like it because I've said that before, like I don't I don't trust it's not I don't trust you, I don't trust these dudes. Uh for <laughs> so I don't say the other word. And so yeah, that that's still that's that's not a that's not a thing because when I truly trusted somebody, I didn't care who they were around. Like, because if I trust you to do the right things and, and I trust you as a person, you're going to show up in a way and you're gonna check anybody that steps out of bounds, whether I'm there or not. And so if I can't trust you, then yeah, I might feel some type of way. If I can, I ain't worried about it. Uh, so that that's my take on it. And then, so let's, let's go to the next, Topic. No check. No. So like checking in after night, uh, after a night out, um, to let at least let you know that you made it. Surprisingly, a majority of y'all said no. Uh, that's not a red flag. And to me, that's very mature, y'all. I actually agree because unless your partner has explicitly asked for this, and, and I dated somebody in the past that felt some type of way if I didn't let her know I got home, and I would be like, "Bro, I was out. You're asleep. You were asleep." hours ago by the time I got in, what difference did it make? I just, I, unless they're, they're asking for this as your partner, I don't see what the big deal is. Now, if you want to let them know, hey, keep the peace as much as you can, but I've dated people that don't require that and I've dated people that do. So, you know, and I think that kind of a lot it has to deal with like control issues. People are control freaks. They want to know where you're at at all times, they want to possess people. And I've had this conversation with friends before, like even around monogamy, like monogamy to me is about, as it's instituted right now, and even when it was instituted um, well before we were here, it was more about possessing people. And I think we have to move away from thinking that we control and possess people uh, when it when it comes to their movements. Like. If I, if you trust me and I, and you know where I where I was, and where I'm going, and you know, don't lose some no sleep over it. Especially if you text me in the morning, and I, or I text you before you wake up, like that. To me, that's that should be, that should be a non-issue. Let's see. And yes, Jackie, I said I understand. If you don't trust someone. <laughs> Um, if you don't, because you don't know that friend, then like I said, when we get to that destination, then hop on FaceTime, let them talk, you know, make sure that you're having communication con consistently while you're on that trip. But, you know, I think that that should be the pretty much end of that. Like it, it can't be any deeper than that, especially if you trust me and I'm telling you that this, that this person is my friend. All right, let's get into... The, the pop culture topic, um, we talked, like, I asked the question about, like, should Kiki have gotten the green light 
from her uh, baby daddy, her boyfriend, whatever you want to call him at this point. Um, light skin feelings is what I'm calling them. Should she have, the majority of you said no. And this was a huge margin. Um, not surprisingly, there were a lot of ladies that said no. Um, <laughs> and the fellas said no too um, by a, a large margin. There weren't a lot of fellas that said yes. And I think that has to be more so about, you know, where we are as a culture, not wanting to police women's bodies and things of that nature. And so I think from my perspective, I'm not here to police any woman's body. Uh, I I know for, for sure that I would have been uncomfortable, uh, whether she's my wife, my girlfriend, whatever she is, if I saw her on TV, on internet, whatever, with her, with her, with her ass out, hugging up on another man, um, especially because I'm not there. Um, like, I think for the most part, the only time your, your butt should be out is at the beach or at a pool. It, that, that, to me, that's just a, a, a lack of, you know, call me conservative, call me whatever you want to call me because I'm really not that. But that's just how I want my woman to carry herself is to not have her ass out. But on the other end of that spectrum, two things can be true. I, I don't understand why people get on the Internet and start tweeting <laughs> their feelings like put I, t I posted this on my Instagram story earlier this week um, on threads earlier do not pick up your phone when you're in your feelings put your phone down nothing good comes from it uh, now would I buy a send a text probably would I have talked to her when she got home probably but that's more of a like when I calm down or you know cooled off like nothing come, good comes from like picking up your phone when you're in your feelings and doubling down on it especially saying because you're a mom because it had nothing to do with her being a mom like there are plenty of moms with they with their ass out on the internet and i'm pretty sure he follows them um so that to me that was that was a wild bar just say like hey i don't want my girl doing that but don't even tweet it like you could have just texted her that and and i and i do know friends i have friends out in la and that are in the industry that has said that Kiki has dressed provocatively in the past so again, that's knowing who you signed up to be with and understanding your own boundaries. So don't go trying to change people. If that's what she was doing beforehand, um, Kiki's a grown woman. She's almost 30 years old. So, you know, she can dress how she want. And if you don't like it, don't be with her. Don't, don't put a baby in her. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what bro was thinking on that. And then, you know, just from my perspective, like, if that's not what you're into, don't do it. And I think another thing that kind of put a nail in the coffin for bro was like, I was told that he posted a pic, like a video of her twerking in the house or something. Like, dude, <laughs> you can't have it both ways. You want the world to see your girl twerking, but then mad because her butt was out. Like, you know. You're talking out two sides of your, your mouth at the same time with, 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 with the theatrics. Now, with a even wider margin, a lot of you said that she shouldn't have got a green light. And I think that's true if we haven't had that conversation. Now, if we've had that conversation and I told you, like, hey, I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not cool with that. And then you go and do it. And the first time I see it is you hugged up on Usher looking 
somewhat like a groupie, um, I'm gonna have an issue. Um, whether it's Usher or anybody, to be honestly, to be honest, like that's that's just crazy to me. If y'all had that conversation, now if you haven't had the conversation, hey, free world, she can do what she wants to. She's a grown woman. And then that, that's kind of how, that's where I'm at with it. All right, so we talked, also talked about like, what's the, what's the cutoff time for outreach? And a lot of y'all said 11 p.m. I, I don't know about y'all, at 36, my phone going D&D at 1115, especially like, like when I'm working, I'm probably already in bed sleep. So you hitting me up at 11, you just going to be calling my phone and going to voicemail but I think from for me from my perspective I've always kind of leaned in on like don't text people after a certain time if you know they're dealing with somebody or they're in a relationship just to not cause issues because I don't want people hitting me up after a certain time so like my time would have been 10 which came in second place but who y'all that said whenever it's dark outside that's what that's a wild bar it get dark at like 5 30 certain days so like I hope hopefully y'all was joking um, nine o'clock is reasonable, but I think ten o'clock, eleven o'clock should be kind of a no-brainer. Uh, so you know, I'm I and I'm not even really worried about causing an issue or like being on that. But like most of the time, if you call, I, I think from from my perspective as a man, unless we are like thick as thieves, like you, my best friend, you like my sisters, or like. This is an emergency. If you hit me up after 11, I'm thinking you on something, whether I'm in a relationship or not. So I can only imagine how somebody significant other would feel because what do you what do you need to talk to me about at 11 o'clock at night, to be honest? That can't wait till 8 o'clock in the morning. So I don't I don't know, guys. Um, but yeah, that was that was an interesting thing to see. I was I was actually surprised to see most of you guys at 11. So. Kudos to y'all for not being too too concerned with people hitting up your significant other late at night. Um, now this one was this was very interesting to like kind of understand <laughs> how like the black community and y'all the views on um, extra people in your relationships. Uh, I've seen this evolve over time. I think people just get more comfortable being more realistic, but. Um, still, the majority of you did say that you would feel some type of way if your significant other, your person you're dating, initiated a, conversa a conversation about adding a third. And so, while that is the case, it was a very slim margin, like two votes difference. And so, I'm gonna hand clap for the ladies. Congrats to y'all for you know being progressive and allowing your man to bring that to the table. Uh, and shout out to the fellas, but I think a lot of that is y'all thinking they're gonna bring in a third that's a woman. Now, if they bring in a third that's a man, we're gonna see how y'all feel about it. Um, and, that's, and I'm talking to my heterosexual males now. Like I said, LGBTQIA plus com community. I'm not in it, I don't know, but some of y'all did answer that question. So, and hey, at the end of the day, what you do in your house is what you do in your house. So I'm not here to judge, but also at the same time, we don't possess people. And I think as a society, we have to understand that um, love is love and people are going to 
um, feel how they feel. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm a, I'm, I am a faithful Christian, but I'm also a critical thinker and realistic. And so whatever people are going to do in their house is what they're going to do in their house. But I think we have to move away from this I possess you thing uh, when it comes to people expressing themselves sexually if you really want to work through who y'all are and what y'all do. Um, so, but then, interestingly enough, when we got to, like, would you guys police the interactions with the third person as far as, like, how much interaction, how much fun they're having with this third person? A lot of y'all, well, not a lot of y'all, the majority of you uh, said you would not police it. And that's interesting. So, while on one hand, some of you were saying that you would not, you would feel some type of way, you would go ahead and let it happen and then not police it. But there were some of you that would police it. And my my advice to the user, those of you that are saying that you would police the fun interaction in a threesome, don't even bother. Like, in what world is your partner going to stop what they're doing and like be like, oh, am I am I am I enjoying this too much? Am I going here for too long? Am I like just enjoy the moment? If you're in it and be in it. If you're not, then don't even do it because that's going to cause a whole another issue that you're not really ready for. And so that's that's just something to keep in mind, in my opinion. And so. And then the last question that we had was, are you okay? Are you cool with, or would you have an issue with your partner, the person you're dating, whoever they may be, having a bunch of friends uh, that are former lovers, whether they were in a relationship, they're date, they dated, they hooked up, whatever it was. And the majority of you said no. Now, again, kudos to y'all, slow clap. For not being like y'all, y'all confusing me a little bit. Some of y'all, some like half these questions, y'all being very possessive. Other questions, y'all not being possessive. But and it, it wasn't a wide margin. But I think from my perspective, like I actually have a lot of girls that I'm cool with that we might have had dealings 10, 12, 15 years ago. We still cool. I have people that I've dealt with recently, like. And they they understand like when I'm in a relationship, we like our we still cool, but we not cool like that. Um, and so I think that's maybe that's a sign of the time where people just understand like sometimes you're gonna make friends with people that you slept with in the past, and y'all realize it's not it's, it's not ideal for a like long term romantic relationship, but y'all have a lot of things in common. So hey. By all means. Now, I do have like a segue into the friends versus friends. Like, friends. Are there rules to being friends with somebody you used to be with? Like, I know for me, like, I don't really communicate as often. I don't, you know, I'm definitely not hanging out with them at their house one on one or going out to dinner with them one on one for real like that. Um, it's, it's, it's got to be a group setting like for sure not staying at the house if I'm out of town like if I'm in a relationship so like I would love to know like put it in the chat whatever like what are your rules around that if you are allowing your partner to, or you're okay with your partner still having uh, friendship relationships 
with people that they've dealt with in the past. And like, doesn't matter how long ago it was, like, could it be six months? Does it have to be six years? Maybe 16 years? Like, how long ago does that relationship have to have ended? Uh, would y'all ever be cool with them people? Like, I don't know that, like, I could personally be cool with somebody that my per person used to be with. Like, I might not be, I'm, I know I wouldn't feel no type of way about them, like, being cool and, like, still having some type of friendship. But, like, me being cool, I don't. I don't want to, I don't know that I really want to do that at all. And then this is another question. Like, are those people allowed to, <laughs> at your wedding? Like I had somebody ask me this, like, Hey, would you invite the girls that you've dealt with in the past to your wedding? And my answer to that is no. Like just because I, I want my bride to be comfortable, but some of y'all might not feel the same way. So, you know, let me know in the comments, let me know in the chat, how you feel about that. Alright guys, so this was a quick one. Um, I want to thank y'all all for joining me today, but it is about that time to say sayonara. Uh, so with that said, I encourage you to be the best you, best you that you can be because everyone else is already taken. And I wish you peace, patience, understanding, knowledge, wisdom, discernment, and health, strength, resolve. Uh, hold on, here's a good question. Keeping doors open is dangerous, and hell no, they can't come to my wedding. <laughs> I hear you, Jackie. Um, Alright, so... Till we meet again, y'all be easy, uh, or don't, but every action has a reaction and every choice has a consequence. Peace.